Welcome to Smart Cleaning School. Are you ready to reshape your mindset and grow your cleaning business? Step into today's class with your guide, Ken Carfagno, so you can win for your family. Welcome back to the Smart Cleaning School podcast. Oh, this is going to be a fun episode. We have done part one called How I Sold My Cleaning Business. This was a very popular request of fellow cleaning company owners wondering how to do the valuation of their cleaning company. I went through this in great detail in part one of this two-part series. Let's pick up where we left off. The valuation was completed. My comps analysis showed that my business was worth somewhere between seventy dollars and $80,000. And my ground-up valuation using the business profit times the profit multiplier yielded a number of 79500 So since my valuation from the ground up was in between my comps range, it was perfect. I validated my 79500 with my range and I just went with that number. I didn't know where the number would end up. Certainly, I would be so thankful to receive anything, 30000 50000 full price, amazing, life-changing money for me and my family. So let's see what happens. How did I find my buyer? How did we strike the deal? How did I transition the customers? How did I train the buyer? How do we structure the purchase agreement and promissory note? Yes, that's what this episode entails. So strap in. This is part two of how I sold my cleaning business. Okay, let's start with how did I find my buyer? I had six months left at the point when I really started looking for my buyer. And I had no training system to train this new buyer. Plus, I had no idea how to move clients from me to them. Okay, this doesn't sound too good. A good place to start, right? Well, this is where I was ready to hammer my list of 600 people in my phone. I had generated scripts, and I was ready to start the grueling process of asking quality people if they were interested in an opportunity. I was quite overwhelmed, as I had very little time. But this is how it worked for me. Will this work for you this way? I have no idea. I can just say this. I'm a Christian and I prayed about this a lot. As I was driving to one of my houses thinking of how am I going to approach these 600 people? What am I going to learn from this cleaning conference I'm going to? This amazing thing happened. I'm driving to one of my houses one morning. The Lord clearly said this inside of my ear. Call Ian. Now, Ian was becoming a good friend of mine and was a new commander in the Royal Rangers ministry that I had served for six years. He looked up to me as I was the senior commander of the outpost. He was 26 years old with a lot of promise and potential ahead of him. I got to the house and I texted him. Hey, you around today? He said, yeah, call me. I called him and I told him this, which was absolutely true. How happy are you with your job, Ian? Backstory now. I knew that he had been working for a tape manufacturing operating heavy machinery. He had also worked at the rail yard, but always doing physical labor. He was beating up his body and was earning $17 an hour. As a single guy, he was profiting between $1,500 and $2,000 per month, but not really getting ahead in life. I knew 
that if he learned how to clean and saw the opportunity that I saw, he could triple his income and have way more freedom in his life. He wanted to do more Royal Rangers, but his job was also second shift and often was hard for him to get to the church and serve the boys. I knew he could work two or three days a week and triple his money. Now back to my question. How happy are you at your job, Ian? He said, well, not that happy. Why do you ask? I told him, I'm going to move to Philadelphia. He was shocked and said, Ken, you can't leave. I told him, God was calling me to leave New York and go back home to be around my family. I'm going to sell my cleaning company and I have a short list of people that I think would be a great fit. You are one of them. On my way to work today, God told me to call you. Now that's a great line, right? What's a guy like that going to say? Well, he's a Christian too filled with the Holy Spirit, and he did not think it was weird at all. We talked some details briefly over the phone. Then he confided and told me that he was just thinking about his future and how to set up his retirement, his 401k at work, but wondering if his job would actually help him get to the next point in life. He was excited about this opportunity. He asked if we could meet at Starbucks that Sunday. Okay, another side note here. I said yes to meet up with him at Starbucks, but I was going through it big time on my third battle with Lyme disease, and I was feeling awful. I showed up in like essentially pajamas and slippers to the Starbucks on Sunday afternoon, feeling nauseous and wanting to vomit. I brought my notebook and sketched out my business to Ian. I wasn't even acting all that excited because I felt awful. He had lots of good questions, and he kept me there for almost three hours. At the end, I said, Hey, Ian, crazy question. I'm going to Dallas for a cleaning conference. Would you like to come with me? He had never been on a plane. He had never been to Dallas. And he said, heck yeah. So by this point, he had known the numbers of my business as I showed him the valuation. He knew the price of 79500 I told him I would take any expenses that he incurred if he went to the Dallas trip with me off the sale price as a perk. He was very grateful for that. Two weeks later, Ian and I were in Dallas together. I introduced him to many people in the cleaning industry, and he got more excited about the opportunity. He kept me up at night for two hours asking questions after the conference was over on everything about the industry and my business in particular. I also learned from Debbie Sardone that week that the conference, her five-day training system for speed cleaning, I borrowed elements of it and made my own system for training called the TIC model, training, inspecting, and consulting. This would be the path that I could train someone who had never cleaned before to running an optimized solo cleaning business. The last night we were there, Ian and I were hanging out in the pool of the hotel, and then we went over to the hot tub, and we struck the first hot tub deal. No, it's not a movie. We actually did this. I agreed to hold the deal for him because he was very interested if he signed a letter of intent that he was going to be the one to buy my business. He agreed with no negotiation on the price as he saw the profound value of the purchase in his life. Thank you, John Vandermeulen, for giving me the business sale templates. Thank you, John, big time. Once Ian signed and notarized the document with me at the bank, I no longer had to shop the business around. This is now February of 2018, and I'm leaving in mid-June. Time is ticking, tick, tick, tock, tick, tock. The first part of this process started from November to January as a reference. 
So Ian spent all February after the conference trying to get loans. Obviously, he started with the small business administration, but over time they rejected him as he never owned a business before. His credit and cash didn't matter. He had no prior experience. He was unlendable. I even tried to call on his behalf and they explained the same thing to me. We tried business loans from his credit union and another bank. Both rejected him. It was getting to be crunch time. Meanwhile, we didn't tell any of our clients or any of our friends that we were leaving as we needed to get the deal done first. In late March, we went to a Royal Rangers conference. What's with conferences? On the last night, again, we were hanging at the pool in the hotel and we were in the hot tub again. What's with the hot tubs? In the hot tub, we shook hands on the second hot tub deal. I said this, Ian, could you just get some personal loans? Forget and scrap all of the ideas of a business loan. Can you just scrap together the money you need for a down payment? 50%. That would be $40,000. If you can come up with that, then I'll figure out a way to work up a deal and do a seller's agreement. Basically meaning I would just owner finance the deal at 50% and he would pay me 50%. It was us meeting in the middle, both taking risk. In his eyes, he has to borrow $40,000 if he can get it and I have to assume that he's gonna be able to pay me the second 40,000. We shook on that deal. Ian spent three weeks in early April going from bank to bank and he got approved for loans for 25,000 between two or three different ones. These were all personal loans. And here's what we did. Being that he was not gonna be able to pull the whole 40,000, we made kind of a third handshake deal where I said, okay, 25,000 down payment, let's pick a day, and then from that point after you finish the consulting, you can pay me a percentage of what you earn in your business until we reach the 50% down mark, and then we'll start the promissory note. He was okay with that, and so was I. So we worked up the first set of documents, which I also got from John. Thank you, Don. And also from LegalZoom. These documents were the purchase agreement and the original promissory note. And on April 27, 2018, we met at the credit union. In front of the banker, Ian handed me $25,000 in checks, and the banker witnessed as we signed the documents. We each got a signed and notarized copy. Since I already had a business account there, it was totally easy to set up monthly direct deposits from Ian's account to mine. The deal is done. I got $25,000. I never had that much money in my life. It was amazing. And besides the price of the business, I had an interest rate of 6% built in for payments of which we agreed to two years once he hit the 50% mark. Now the business was officially sold. The purchase agreement was signed and notarized. The first promissory note was also signed and notarized. And now it was time for me to do my hard work. Ian had done his part, gotten the loans, paid me. Now I got to get him the clients transferred. In early May, I went around to every one of my clients' homes and shared my heart. It was hard to leave. Remember that podcast early on in the Solo Cleaning School? Wow, many tears were shed. But every client understood. They knew that I was from the Philadelphia area. They knew I, I missed my family and they all understood. It was amazing. I learned so much from this process. Exit interviews, how much they trusted me, how willing they were to move their trust from me to someone I highly recommended in Ian. They just wanted to meet him. So out of the 17 clients and what took about two to two and a half weeks, 
15 of the 17 agreed to go with Ian. But during the same two and a half weeks, I gained two new clients which came in. So therefore, the two that we lost were replaced. And one of the ones replaced was a former client of mine that I already had nine years of history. And the other was a close friend of the family through our church. So she also had a lot of trust coming in. See, I had an agreement with Ian also that if any clients declined to come to him in his business, I would reduce half of the value of that individual client from the cost of the business. It was an act of good faith, but wasn't required by me. And also as an act of good faith, Ian never negotiated a price with me. He trusted me and knew that I gave him a good and fair price for the business. He could have haggled me down $20,000 and maybe we could still have done it. But he was also grateful for me as a friend. And likewise to him, we became great friends. He wanted to pay me the full price because he knew it would help him and it would help us. See, you have to find the perfect person for your business. And I just am so blessed that the perfect person was told to me by God, call Ian. And it worked out because it was supposed to. I started bringing Ian to my clients' homes and offices to introduce him. And by late May, we started the Tick model. For two weeks, I did all the cleaning everywhere and he watched the training phase. He made videos, asked questions, and I explained everything I did the mindset behind it. I took him to a few estimates and he saw how I did estimates and learned from me as well. I taught him how to do proposals. I taught him everything. The next two weeks and early June were the inspecting phase. He cleaned everything. We turned the camera, so to speak. And I watched and asked him questions of why he was doing certain things. Hey, Ian, I said top to bottom, left and right. How come you did this direction? Or how come you forgot to look up here or why are you using that vacuum attachment? Or why are you using that spray bottle? That doesn't seem to go with what I taught you. Oh, well, I thought I would just do, ah, oh, really? And then he'd say, oh, you're right. I forgot about that. And so I would just be teaching him. He studied the videos at night to get the training system down better. Ian was pretty choppy at first, but over the course of those two weeks, he got really good, which really encouraged me. Then... The moment of truth, I went to Pittsburgh for a TLF mastermind retreat for two days and left him to clean the first three houses without me present. Ooh, that was tough. This was the consulting phase where I wasn't physically there, but I visualized and talked him through each house at the beginning and the end of each one. This was how I consulted him. I billed consulting into my final price as well. Ian kept working full-time at his job at nights and did the cleaning business during the day. He gave me all the profits of the cleaning business and the consulting fees all the way through the end of September 2018. Basically, he was living off his job and gave me all the profits. I didn't make him do this. He chose to so he can get this paid off faster. I was really thankful and I admire you, Ian, for going through this. This was not an easy phase. It's two and a half years, but you persevered. I'm so proud of you. So I ended up leaving New York in the end of June and did one month of consulting for every house from Pennsylvania. I then switched my consulting to every couple weeks, then down to once a month, and then I stopped by September. We signed the final promissory note for $2,025 per month in payments for two years on the 25th of each month. 
Ian called me with questions when he had them, and I have never charged him any more for consulting. By December of 2018, I was cleaning in Pennsylvania. Ian, as I had promised, had tripled his income during the day in his cleaning business and was able to quit his job that was killing his body. You see, he had reached the 50% point in October and the $2,000 per month payment started that same month. So he was able to keep much of his profits and have to pay me the 2000 Ian at this point had the most freedom and flexibility in a job he's ever had in his entire life. He was now able to serve the boys because he wasn't working the job. He had nights and weekends free. Plus, he was able to take on more cleaning clients and make more money. 80000 was a lot of money, but it gave him a better life, and it was only two more years of payments. Ian never missed a single one. The last payment was on September 25th, 2020. He had a party for himself as he sent me the last check. He now owned his own cleaning business 100%. And from my family's side in Pennsylvania, as we were growing our second cleaning business, these payments floated us big time for two years. I'm so thankful that this worked out. And so is Ian. Let's start to bring this episode to a close. Was this a risky deal? Of course. There were no lawyers or bankers involved or SBA people. We didn't have to have the closing table where here I am, here he is, here's each of our lawyers and our banker in the middle and close like on a house. That's how a lot of business sale transactions are done at the bank with both your attorneys present and signing the documents. We didn't have to do any of that. It was essentially two guys that were friends and trusted each other that had each other's best interests in mind that shook hands twice in a hot tub. And then each of us honored our agreements. Now, Ian is running my old business and owns it 100%. He's 29 years old and his life is so much better. He has the time to take care of his brother who was injured recently in an accident. He has the time to serve the boys in Royal Rangers. He can take on more cleaning jobs and he makes great money as a solo cleaner. Maybe one day he'll hire. We'll see. So that's how I sold my business. It's a lot and I don't expect anyone here to approach this lightly especially episode one of the series. It was very detailed and numerical, right? It's a major commitment to sell your company, but I want you to take this away. Don't listen to what other people tell you can or cannot be done. People told me I couldn't sell my solo cleaning business because it had no employees except for me. People told me it wasn't a real business and it wasn't sellable. I would agree to some extent, as the three cleaning companies I shopped thought that exactly. It's why they offered me nothing for my business. But I also knew that I wasn't selling a business. I was selling an opportunity for a better lifestyle. That's the dream I spun and that's the dream I sold. I also had a system to make it happen. I had also built up incredible trust with 17 clients that went with whoever I recommended, knowing that I was personally training them. What if you could do the same thing? What if you could sell your solo cleaning business? Or what if you could sell your cleaning business with employees and all the different pieces and the factors I mentioned earlier in place? What if you could sell it for $50,000, $75,000, $100,000, $500,000, a million dollars? Who knows? Check this out. I've rebuilt a second company in Pennsylvania. $2,000 
I now earn more in this business than I did in my first one, and I'm working the same amount of time. And in that first business, I sold it for $80,000. Now, the value of my current business, even though I make more, is not quite as high as the $80,000, because if I ran through the factors, it's still a new business, and I don't have the trust factor build up, it would probably price around forty or 50000 which is still pretty amazing. But if I kept this business intact for another year or two, this business could be worth 100000 150000 Plus, I have a goal to start hiring and delegating my office cleaning division in 2022. And who knows if I'll keep the house cleaning part. So it just depends on how this grows. But if I have a small team, two, three, four employees running my business, that makes it even more valuable. I could sell this business for 200000 maybe 250000 It's so cool to realize that what you've built is an asset. And that asset can be sold or you can just continue generating revenue through that asset. So in summary, what does it take to sell your business? You've got to have the emotional and intellectual fortitude, the mindset, the belief, the perseverance, and you've got to know your numbers. I want to personally thank my good friend Ian Trainer of Albany Pure Cleaning for his trust in me and this process. If you're listening to this podcast and you're in the Albany, New York area or know people in the Albany, New York area, make sure to connect them with Ian Trainer if they're looking to have any cleaning done because he's trustworthy and reliable. He's proven that to me over and over and again. Plus, he's got a great cleaning system and he's a very good cleaner. He learned from the best. <clears throat> yeah, that would be me. Okay, maybe a little bit of arrogance there. Sorry, guys. No, he's a really good cleaner. In fact, he will come to me and say, hey, Ken, I perfected your system, and I do this now, or I do that. So he's taking what I taught him. He's taking it to the next level. And that's a great sign that he's personally growing as a business person. So I think it's now officially time to end. These two podcast episodes totaled up around 45 minutes. You can see why I broke it into two. I hope that that was very instructional to you. You may want to listen to this slowly or in bits and pieces. However you do it, I just thank you for listening through the entire double podcast on how I sold my cleaning business. Thanks so much. And if you have any further questions, feel free to reach out to me at ken at smartcleaningschool.com or go right to my website and contact me through there. And if you like, I offer free phone calls and coaching calls to people in this podcast audience if you'd like to just connect with me and ask me some questions. So that's on my homepage, which You'll find it at smartcleaningschool.com. Again, thanks so much for listening. Have an incredible day. Thank you for listening to Smart Cleaning School. Class is dismissed.